Hey, everybody, and welcome to Fake Headlines Podcast, episode number 53. Hello, welcome. Hey, it's Fake Headlines Podcast. Uh, Tiffany and I have uh, combed the internet this week, and we found some strange headlines that relate to some strange articles. Yeah. And we made up a couple of headlines on our own. Yeah. And we're going to present them to one another and try to trick each other and try to guess the real story. So that's what we do. That's the premise. That's it. All right. See uh, you next week, everybody. Okay, Thanks. Bye. <laughs> We hope that everyone had a really great uh, Mother's Day celebrating, however you celebrate. We had a good time. Yeah. Celebrating with your mom. We had a, we had a lovely dinner that she made. Looking back on it, we should have probably prepared dinner for her. She, I think she insisted on making it. That's how she is. Yeah. She's just a great mom. She, she is. But we did bring dessert. We did. And, and uh, knocked it right out of the park. And we brought a lot of laughs as well. We did. We had a good time over there. We put on some Jankos. <laughs> we did. Uh, before we arrived, my mom had sent us a message saying that she had found a pair of my old Jankos while she was going through the basement. Moms and, know what going on, what's going on here. You know, I, I, I'm pretty sure that I could have just said, hey, mom, find me a pair of Jankos. And she could have gone into the basement and 10 minutes later had five pairs of Jankos. And she'd be like, oh, you mean these? Yeah. They look I, perfect. Because I bet you that's not the only pair that's down there. No. There's probably more. Yeah. But uh, so we found the uh, we found the pants and we found some other 90s uh, garb. Your Bob garage shirt? <laughs> yes. There was that period where in the 90s when you wore like a, a shirt of like a, a what, do you, what would you call it? Like a work shirt? Like yeah, a it's buttoned, like a garage shirt. Like a yeah. buttoned work shirt with a name patch on it and like yeah. a business patch on it. Yeah. Found one of those. And uh, also my Austin 316 shirt. Yeah. That's vintage stone cold right there. <laughs> I feel like when I put on, because I, I put on your clothes frequently, of course. Well, yes. Well, I, I put on, <laughs> I don't. I put on the uh, the garage shirt and the pair of Jenkos, and I think I was a bandana short of being Tupac. So, <laughs> You know, I've often thought about that of you. You know, yeah. I, I love my wife, but she's one banana short of being Tupac, if you know what I mean. One banana? One did I say one banana? Uh-huh. Because <laughs> I said bandana. But I'm also a banana short. <laughs> you know how Tupac was all about that potassium life. <laughs> he was. <laughs> That's what it said around his stomach. It said it originally said potassium life. Yeah. And he changed but, it to thug life. Yeah, a lot of people were like, well, What is that about? And he was like, you know, it's fine, I'll just fix it. We'll call it thug life and call it a day. Yeah, I'm not deficient in any vitamins. I don't know what you've heard from the folks yeah. over at Digital Underground. Yeah. But it's not true. Mm-hmm. But uh, yes, one bandana short of being Tupac. <laughs> so if you if you head over to uh, Fake Headlines Podcast on Instagram, you can see some photos of Tiffany and I wearing some uh, fun '90s stuff. Including, also on Twitter and Twitter, and uh, including a YooHoo hat that I got for free at the 1999 Vans Warp Tour. Wow! Mm, what a what a summer that was. That was back when you toured with S and M and M and M, right? It is. Yes, we, uh, we. That's a real band. <laughs> They played four shows on the Warp Tour that summer. And uh, yeah, I got a free YooHoo hat. Pretty sweet deal for me. It's pretty sweet. <laughs> and that and that summer, I remember, I wasn't wearing that Stone Cold Steve Austin shirt, but I did have a Degeneration X shirt that said Suck It on the back. And I wore that pretty much everywhere. It's hard to imagine why the ladies passed you up. I was a real catch. I really was. You're still... Just a fat, sweaty wrestling fan traveling around... In the back of an old fire rescue vehicle with his friends who are in a band playing at the Warp Tour. Just living the life. In case anyone has ever questioned why Kevin loves the 90s so much. <laughs> that's why. I bleed the 90s. I bleed you who. 
<laughs> but yeah, check it out over on uh, Fake Headlines Podcast on Instagram <laughs> and Fake Head Pod on Twitter and Fake Headlines Podcast on Facebook. You can also uh, check out uh, a handful of pics from our uh, our '90s fashion show. Yeah, they were, um, uh, you know, it, it was uh, Gumby pants. <laughs> right. And uh, Jinkos were designed in the style of Gumby's legs. Yeah, I think they were. <laughs> It's uh, Gumby Legs and a Pokey Top. Isn't that the name of the horse? <laughs> right? Yes. <laughs> you caught me at a weird time. Oh. <laughs> I get that a lot. <laughs> That's how I answer my phone all the time. Is that weird? You caught me at a weird time. What's up? <laughs> so we're gonna read some headlines to one another we're gonna oh yeah we're gonna try to figure out what these stories are about and we're gonna hopefully have some fun along the way and i'm sure we will uh so here we go i think i'm going first this week yes is that correct yes you are all right are you ready tiffany for my three headlines for the week i think so all right headline number one sleep writer creates bedtime stories that put grown-ups to sleep Sleep writer creates bedtime stories that put grown-ups to sleep. All right. So. All right. Headline number two. Automakers seek way to curb carcolepsy. What? Automakers. Automakers seek ways to curb carcolepsy. Carcolepsy. And headline number three. Struggling restaurant finds success renting space to various food trucks. Struggling restaurant finds success renting space to various food trucks. Oh, all right. (laughs) (laughs) One of those stories is real. I'm stuck on car collapse. That's very funny. (laughs) Okay, so a sleep writer. Not a ghost writer, but a sleep writer. <laughs> yes. So it's like the prerequisite to ghost. <laughs> <You're right. laughs> if the story's too good, you may become a ghost writer. <laughs> <laughs> ghost writer. I never thought of that. Ghost writers writing stories for ghosts. Yeah. Like when you when a ghost hunter goes in and, and they have like a tape recorder. Uh-huh. Instead, they just play a tape of like a story for a ghost because ghosts don't get a lot of entertainment. Yeah, and that's how they get passed over. They're, They're trapped. Like, this is it. I get it. It's not so bad. It's a really coming of age story. A very late age. That's how they, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Coming of age story. (laughs) So sleep writing. Wait, sleep writer? Sleep writer. Sleep banana. That's the... So this makes me think of like uh, we have an app that we use that is uh, like a guided meditation that helps kind of lull you to sleep. It's so nice. It is very nice. And I find that I sleep hard when I listen to that, when I fall asleep. Yeah. You like. <laughs> you focus on like your breathing and you're your body. You're out in two seconds. Yeah. yeah. It's like, wow, it's pretty great. And if you're like me and your brain is just going in all directions at all times. Uh, this is a great app for you. We, it's uh, I have no problem sharing this. It's Insight Timer. Insight Timer. Yeah, and uh, two words. 
and it's a there's lots of free stuff on there i don't pay for apps because it's stupid yeah. uh, but there's lots of free ones on there if you have trouble sleeping i recommend that uh, but that's what we use is uh, the meditation app and uh yeah and it's nice it's just kind of like a like a nice voice person just kind of saying hey take some deep breaths and think about concentrate on your breath clear your mind and uh there's one there's one with the guy where he he's like and if you find that your thoughts are being very intrusive tell them no no not now <laughs> go away thoughts come back later <laughs> i need to tell myself that all throughout the day because my mind is constantly being bombarded with past failures clips of random clips of tv shows or songs it's just constant noise happening in my head yeah me too i just every once in a while i need a british man to say not now knock those thoughts <laughs> off <laughs> no 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 <laughs> <laughs> uh <laughs> like sometimes i'm in a meeting at work and i'm just staring at someone as they're talking about you know like you know the corporate synergy the thing and oh you really there's no way to quantify the thing blah, blah. and i'm just staring at them thinking Remember that, remember that one time in ECW when I was that, that one match with Eddie Guerrero and Dean Malenko? Boy, that was real good. That's what goes through your and brain? Just like random stuff will pop in while I'm talking, you know? Yeah. Or, oh, boy, I could really go for a slice of pizza right now. Oh, hey, Kev, <laughs> wouldn't you like a slice of pizza? Hey, remember that song Bittersweet Symphony by The Verb? Boy, that was a good one. Whatever happened to them? I don't know. They were no Stone Roses. Boy, they had some great hits. Then they kind of disappeared, too, but then they came back. Hey, I, let's have think you... about wrestling again. Have you ever uh, thought about the fact that your inner head voice has a, a real problem with vocal fry? <laughs> and I think what that might mean? be part of your problem. What do you mean, Tiffany? That fry is just making its way through. <laughs> Talking about fries. Let's talk about French fries. French fries, 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 French fries. I, you know what I think? We, I think we have some sort of uh, ADD. I think that... It, that I, might be that what it is. Someone's going to be like, hey guys, I... There's a Our word. therapist is going to listen to this and she's going to be like, I get it now. They There's... they both have ADD. Yeah. Um, let's work on that. Yeah. I think you're probably <laughs> right. We've, we've lived like undiagnosed uh, with this. You know, I think a lot of people do. I think so too. <laughs> I think like anything else, it's probably like a wide spectrum. Like there could, there's probably people that cannot be functional because of it. And then there's folks like us that somehow manage to get by, but boy, is it tough. Boy, I don't know how I get by anyway. <laughs> Gosh, it's difficult. With a little help of my friends. That's how I get by. Gosh, life is a bittersweet symphony. <laughs> that's life. <laughs> but uh, what were we talking about? <laughs> oh, yeah. Intrusive thoughts in meditation. Yeah. So, no, no. Uh, but there was no. there was one meditation that we listened to that we had to stop because the voice was just a little oh, it was so little bad. abrasive. Like you yeah. gotta you gotta have the right voice when you're listening to like a, a guided meditation, or I imagine like a sleep story. You don't want to hear somebody with like a gruff, uh, what did you call it? a fry vocal fry vocal voice? fry. Yeah. Yeah, you don't want to hear that. So Leslie Jones is not a part of this. <laughs> she would probably wait. She'd be good for like an alarm clock app, perhaps. Hey! <laughs> you can't be late again <laughs> get up you're on a written warning for attendance <laughs> oh god you're right <laughs> uh gilbert Gottfried. <laughs> yeah 
Now take a deep breath. <laughs> oh, it's, you're doing great. <laughs> Who else has a really... Uh, Relax your mind. Uncomfortable voice. And your penis. <laughs> what? Gilbert. No. He's filthy, right? How do you right? relax a penis anyway, Gilbert? Uh, talking to it sweet? <laughs> I guess. Give you a shiatsu. <laughs> a, little, a little shiatsu massage. Give it a deep tissue massage. Oh, I don't know if that's necessary. It is. Uh, <laughs> um, what, how about Joey Styles? Is that is that someone? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> You're not asleep yet. <laughs> uh, what what do you think these bedtime stories would be about? They would. Um, well, let's picture see. yourself on a vacation, or is it is it like a put yourself in the story, or is it like I don't a, know. I would imagine it's like a like a narrative that doesn't involve Paddington Bear you. made himself to the beach. Yeah, like a, it would be like a children's book, but like made a, himself a, to the beach. That was proper. Made his way to the beach. Yes, that's I what, what I was trying meant. to say. I knew yeah. what you meant. Maybe these are like updated tale, updated children's tales for modern times, maybe because oh. they worked when you were a kid, right? Like you're. Your dad would read to you books, uh-huh. right? Like, what are some of the ones your dad would read to you? Um, Pokey the Little Puppy. Okay. Um, something about a sheep. Yeah, with the, was it the Golden Book? Yeah, it was a Golden Book, and I don't remember what it was called, but it, I'm, I don't know if it was. Maybe it wasn't a sheep. Maybe it was like a puppy that got dirty and like covered in soot or something. Hmm. It was like some sort of little animal that cover, got covered in soot. Huh. And I think it was like an ugly duckling kind of story. It was, oh yeah, it was the story of the, uh, it was the story of the duckling who uh, didn't get his furnace inspected one mm-hmm. winter mm-hmm. and then it just blew soot all over him. Yeah. Yeah, that's the that's one. The yeah. one. That's the a, one. It was a cautionary tale brought to you by Crane. Yeah. <laughs> that's the one. Yeah, I remember that Your story. dad read that to you too? He did. No, okay. Yeah. Actually, cool. my dad just read the HVAC uh, instruction manual for the house. Oh, put you right to sleep. Right, knocked me right out. Yeah, yeah. that works as an adult too. <laughs> it does. Cool. <laughs> so maybe it's like updated versions of these stories. Like instead of like Pokey, Pokey the puppy, it's like the puppy poked you on Facebook or something like that. Uh huh. Just like sure. Modern tales. Cinderella is a feminist. Yeah, there. Things you go. like that. Right. Uh, the Berenstain Bears deal with crushing credit card debt. <laughs> the ugly stepsisters are just cunts. <laughs> <laughs> That's very funny to me. <laughs> uh uh try to think of like uh <laughs> Mother little... Goose tries birth control. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> the old lady who lived in a rent controlled shoe. <laughs> <laughs> the old lady who had to go in front of the co-op board for that <laughs> goddamn boot. <laughs> the, little, the little old lady whose HOA fees became too much and she was foreclosed on by the Homeowners Association of Boots. I don't want a that's bedtime a story that's going to make me cry. These are all sad stories. Yeah. These are, you're going you're gonna to be invested in the, in the uh, character. That's a little too much. Yeah. I think with these... Hansel and Gretel escape the witch and turn her into the police. 
because it turns out she's a serial killer. <laughs> That's a well-known one. People are really into that right now. Hansel and Gretel then do a 10-part podcast that becomes humongous. It's a international sensation. <laughs> a survival story, really. It's a true crime survival. They get a book deal. Of two Dutch siblings. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah, I guess what these, you know, I was thinking about that when I mentioned the uh, the stupid HOA thing. Uh, the uh, the story would have to be sort of interesting enough for you to want to listen to, but not so captivating that you didn't want to go to sleep. It's got to be a fine line there. Yeah. I think uh, going back to the HVAC system... That's, um, that's the one. I, I think that's it. I think that's the kind of thing. Boring. It's like those um, ASMR videos. Mm-hmm. They kind of just like lull you into a trance. It just feels nice. It's just someone reading like a bicycle manual or something. Mm-hmm. I think that's what this is. Maybe it's mm-hmm. part of that. It's an, an entrancing voice. Sure. People are probably sleeping right now due to our suave voices. Do we put you to sleep? All right. Take a deep breath. Close your eyes. Inhale. Exhale through your mouth. And then inhale through your nose. Now exhale half through your mouth and then go back to the nose again. Yeah. Rest your shoulders. You're doing great. You know what? Just lay down on the floor. If you're in an office, it doesn't matter. Just sit down on the floor right now and lay down. No one's watching. No one's judging. Everybody's busy with their stupid Excel project. Everyone accepts that you need to lay down in the office once in a while. Everybody's been whispering about how tired you look. Why don't you just lay down and put their worries to rest? Prove them right. Let them know how tired you are. Take another deep breath. In through your nose. And out through your butt. Now do the reverse. Doesn't that feel great? (laughs) As soon as you said that, I was going to say that. (laughs) I saw the look of... Of, uh, you took the words out of my disappointment. mouth. <laughs> <laughs> also saw that on our wedding night. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true, Kevin. <laughs> there was we no... were both exhausted and I couldn't wait to get out of my dress. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Ooh, great night for me. <laughs> Who are you sometimes? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Who I... did I marry? I don't know. A real, real funny guy over I there. I don't know who I am. <laughs> That's the problem right now. That's why it? I'm in therapy. We don't know who we are. <laughs> I think like the, I, I think the adult uh, stories would have to be like you said, read by somebody with a nice voice, and would probably have to do with something sort of benign, right? That would be like you don't want like a Game of Thrones or like Breaking Bad type intricate storyline with lots of think characters to keep straight and mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. So it's gotta be very simple like mm-hmm. like dennis rent like the musical rent yeah okay that's super simple with straight storylines no very s- few characters <laughs> i'm just kidding that's a lie there's so many characters they draw you they that, draw yeah. you a map in the program so you know who's who do they really yeah oh my <laughs> when you said red that's why it's was, so funny to me <laughs> when you said red i was thinking of like the the tv production that we watched recently and i was like there's a lot of stuff happening there i don't know if that would be a good story <laughs> <laughs> i think a good story would have to be something sort of benign sort of mildly interesting and just sort of something like dennis goes and buys stamps 
Yeah. You know, it's okay. like a simple story mm-hmm. about Dennis mm-hmm. and his trip to the post office. Mm-hmm. And he returns home mm-hmm. and finds out that he doesn't have any envelopes and he has to go back out god dennis yeah why doesn't he ever plan his trip he's such a goofball because where would there be a story if there weren't uh obstacles right there has to be some conflict plot and then a hero and a hero that comes through at the end yeah so maybe dennis gets comes back with envelopes Mm -hmm. and stamps and realizes he wasn't charged the right price for either and ended up saving a lot of money. Yeah. What a great story. Yeah. I'm already sleeping. I'm riveted. I'm actually asleep right now. Carcolepsy, right? Yes. Automaker- Let's talk about carcolepsy. Yes. Automakers seek ways to curb carpole- carcolepsy. Carcolepsy. This is you. I know. That's why I was very excited to come across this. Is there a cure? I don't know. But you can curb it. <laughs> I can curb <laughs> uh, <laughs> so stupid <laughs> yeah i have uh i think i have this i think i have car epilepsy. yeah i know like as soon as a vehicle starts moving i am asleep we're listening to something and i'm like this is really great and i look over and kevin's out like a light or he's like nodding back and forth <laughs> and i'm like you're not saying yes you're just asleep well to be fair a lot of times we are when i fall asleep it is late at night and we're driving like an hour and it's real warm in the car because it's the heat. And I'm just in a co- cozy cocoon. And I fall asleep because of the of, I just lulled to sleep. But I know I, I know the look on your face you're giving me right now. So I will state on the record that I recently fell asleep in the car on our 10-minute commute home from work. Yes, you did. And it was broad daylight yes <laughs> at like 4 30 in the afternoon uh-huh <laughs> and you were literally just talking to me two minutes before and then i look over and you were asleep i don't know this is like a new development for me i don't know if it's my age i finally hit a point where uh i'm just starting to fall asleep a lot mm-hmm. uh I, I don't think that's a thing that happens you don't think that is no you just get to a certain age and you run out of energy I don't think that's a thing. <laughs> you only have a finite amount of energy and the, it just starts to wane like a battery. I don't think that's a thing. Though. I don't think that is either. But there is, there are people, including someone who holds the highest office in the land who does believe that. But anyway. Uh, we'll have to talk about that later because I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway. <laughs> I thought I needed more proof that he's a doofus. We'll cut it out. It's fine. No, we don't have to. It's the truth. Uh, anyway. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, don't, I think you're right. I think it's just my exhaustion. And I think it's also the... I'm just lulled to sleep in that scenario for some reason. I don't know. I'm interested to find out... You seem awfully defensive. <laughs> Whoa. What's with all the accusations? <laughs> do, do you recall this happening to me in the summertime? I can't recall, but then again, it's felt like winter for 12 months. Yeah, I have a hard time. I it, Honestly, I think you fall asleep every time. You think so? Yeah. Okay. It just seems like it's always the winter because it's always the winter. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> but we were talking to my mom about this, and she said that even as a kid, I would fall asleep in the car a lot, even like on the way to like... Because we used to I go mean, to... that's also why I don't think it's your age. 
because we used to go to the mall a lot when we were when I was a kid, and we would drive like an hour because we lived in the middle of nowhere, and uh-huh. I would be asleep on the way back from the mall too. Uh huh. So yeah, I think it is just me. I would do it as a kid because I would get carsick mm. if I was like reading something in the back seat or something, and I would just I would I have to close my eyes because it's the only thing that makes me not vomit. Gotcha. I think uh, I would always have headphones on. So I was always kind of in my own little world, and I think I would just kind of fall asleep. Mm-hmm. You know, just kind of zoned out to the music or whatever I was listening to. Mm-hmm. Usually Weird Al. <laughs> A lot of times stand-up comedy. Is, is that who reads your stories <laughs> now that puts you to sleep? That's Weird Al. <laughs> it's like an accordion yeah. in him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's sweet. So this only happens to you, you think, when you were a kid, because emotionally, because yeah, when you're a passenger when I'm driving, you don't seem to fall asleep. You mm. seem very alert. You seem hyper alert when I'm driving. Yeah. And you're kind of gripping the the dashboard. I don't know what you mean. And you're kind of always looking or checking every mirror constantly. <laughs> it's weird. Uh, it's as if I'm driving. It is. <laughs> oh, that is you. Yeah, you're actually driving. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually laying along in the back seat. Yeah. It just yeah. feels like I'm in driving. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah so i think that many car i think this is a common thing more common than we realize that the people are uh carcoleptic and are in a combination of sort of the white noise of being in a car uh the motion because you know k- kids to get kids to fall asleep sometimes parents will take them for a drive yeah i've definitely know? heard that so i mean i think there i think that the sort of the white noise if you don't if you're not playing music just kind of the hum of things happening uh-huh. your body kind of tunes into it and kind of relaxes if you're listening to like music or a podcast or meditation you know, meditation <laughs> you're listening to a sleep story app while driving <laughs> <laughs> we recommend you don't yes please don't um so if you're if all those sort of factors come together the motion maybe the heat in the car or the comfort level of the seat all that we put all that together, that's a recipe for a nap. Yeah. I'm yawning just thinking about it. it sounds yeah, delightful. Yeah, me too. Wow. 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 So, so car manufacturers have to be cognizant of this, right? And make, you know, make some design changes to maybe help either filter the air or maybe uh, do something with the noise in the car to, so you're not kind of, it doesn't create like a white noise scenario for you. What do you think the factors are in a person's makeup? That makes them fall victim to carcolepsy. Well, because I, I don't think it affects everyone. No, it definitely doesn't affect everybody. Yeah. Because like you said, I'm I'm pretty alert most of the time. Right. In the passenger seat. I don't know. I don't know what the what the difference is. Because you're, you're right. Because some people could be in a car and be completely alert by it and not be comfortable. I think a lot of it has to do with the comfort level. I think that's part of it. You know, some people are just unnaturally or just can't get comfortable naturally in a car. Oh, I can. Yeah, me too. I used to drive with like my foot like, okay, back when I had my Cavalier and that car was made for people with long legs <laughs> like myself. And uh, so I would sit leaned back driving with my left leg up on the dashboard next to the steering wheel. <laughs> and I would like lean on my knees sometimes and like, I, I was always wow. very casual in my You're car. Very casual driver. Yeah, I was fine. You know, what I would do is I would, you know, some people like dangle their left arm out the window. I would just dangle my left leg right off the side. Just dangle it right there out the door. That's so upsetting. Yeah. 
The weird thing is, too, I wouldn't roll the window down the whole way, only halfway, so my leg was hanging out over the glass of the window. So then your foot would fall asleep, and you'd be like, wow, this is weird. This feels great. It feels like someone else's foot attached to my body. That's so upsetting to me. So strange. It's like a weird surgery that happened. I never put my body parts outside the the doors. No. Is that true? Not that I'm aware of. Hmm. Did I? Yeah. You used to always hang your head out the window while you're driving, like Ace Ventura style. That's how we met. I don't want to talk about that time, Kevin. <laughs> we were passing each other on a old county road five. I know. And he was like, wow, who's that? Just letting the breeze flow through yeah. her hair. Look at all those bugs in her teeth. How weird. Yeah. Why and you're, I don't constantly. know why you were into that. Well, I was concerned. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was on my way to yeah, Aspen Dental for a free cleaning. It's and- like you were, you were like, who's this broken bird? <laughs> how how can I help her? How can I take those broken wings and teach her to fly again? Aww. Fly again so free. Yeah. Interesting. Let's talk about these restaurants and their spaces. Yeah. Restaurant so st- spaces. Struggling restaurant finds success renting space to various food trucks. Hmm. So, to me, that's the number one problem with food trucks. No place to sit. Yeah. I, I the the number one great thing about food trucks is that they're always moving about. Right. So how do you solve this conundrum that I find myself in? Folding chairs. Oh yeah, I guess you're right. Thank you. Hold on, I got to write this our author and to let them know the <laughs> article is stupid. <laughs> no, but so uh, maybe once a week these trucks are located at the struggling restaurant. Yeah. So here's the, here's the thing, like. We sometimes go to this like food truck roundup type thing where there's lots of food trucks. And, you know, you'll want to sample a couple different things. But there's no place to sit. So I got two containers in my hand. I got to set one on the ground. What am I, some kind of disgusting Grossman? woodland creature laying yeah. its food on the ground? Yeah. No, woodland thank you. Woodland creature. No, thank you. And uh, so what do you do? So here's the uh, solution. And so this restaurant's struggling. People, they can't get people in there. So you have this space. You have a kitchen. You have a food truck that has, you know, a, a popular social media presence. People are real excited in the town about it. So when I have the truck pull in the parking lot, cook some food, and you go inside and you eat it in there. Mm-hmm. Or they can use the kitchen, too, if they want to help accommodate a greater number of people. Maybe you could do some stuff in the kitchen as well and have it, you know, get things going. Maybe they could have collaborations, too. So, like, maybe you have one truck that specializes in barbecue and then another truck that specializes in french onion soup well i was gonna say like gelato so you oh, have okay, like okay. yeah gelato is what i meant so you have well soup is fine um so then you have like all the courses of the meal so then it's a one-stop shop but all of the trucks are benefiting and ah, so is the restaurant that you got dessert and you got the main course yeah yeah right, you could have like a truck that has like french fries or something for a side because i think that food truck meals they they're a bit more I mean, depending on where you go, like it's a little bit more um, reasonable in size, uh, portion sizes. Yeah, right. So, you know, it's meant to be eaten on the go. So if it's all right there, then you can get a little bit of each. I like that. You know what? Have uh, have I ever talked to you about my food truck idea? You have a food truck idea? Well, I I think there's a food that I would like to see available by food truck more often. Pizza? Egg salad sandwiches. No. Okay, so you don't want to look at my 
Well, tell me about it, Kevin. No, that's all I, I don't want to shoot you down immediately. No, you should because that's the only that's the only idea. I have not thought it through at all. I have not put together a business plan. No. I just like egg salad sandwiches, so I thought, wouldn't it be great if a truck was mobile driving around with the increasing the likelihood that I could just get a delicious egg salad sandwich throughout the day? Filled with bacteria. Well, if it's stored properly, I suppose it's fine. Yeah. Right? Yeah, that's right. right. What would I call this food truck? Egg salad sandwich food truck. Egg salad sandwich food truck. It's so easy to say. (laughs) I would like it to look like, just be like a, it just looks like a rusty blue van and it's like just spray painted on the side where it just says egg salad sandwich food truck. And then you could call it Esft for short. <laughs> I got Esft. Did you see me calculate that in my brain? <laughs> I got Esft in the back of that blue van. <laughs> but I do like they even say- cut off the crust for me. Oh, <laughs> what does that mean? I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe even put a little extra mayo in there to make it a little bit more moist. I'm sorry. I'll leave the room now. Continue on your own. <laughs> <laughs> Gross, Kevin. I know. I use the M word. It really shouldn't be a bad word, but it's just upsetting. Well, you're not it's, the only one. I think that is a common, it's a common gross word for people. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. There, there's a few gross words, and yeah. we'll just name that one and leave it at that. Leave the it other at that. ones make me want to throw yeah. up. Well, that was originally going to be the name of my truck. It was going to be... No. I won't say. I'll say M egg salad. I feel like that's not a big seller. Yeah, you're right. If it was cake, then I would say uh, maybe. Fair. Maybe. Strong egg salad maybe. cake? Is that what you're saying? Did I just... Was my brain just... No. Did I just... I was saying M cake. <laughs> so what do you think? Do you Are you on board with this idea of uh, the food truck uh, reinventing itself as a pop-up restaurant? I am. Yeah. I think that's kind of fun. Because it... I mean, it... Um, maybe some people have a hard time tracking down food trucks when they're mobile. Yeah. And I don't know how to find them like older people, for instance, maybe they don't use social media as much or maybe neighborhood kids where they don't have a car to drive to where these food trucks are. So maybe they live in the neighborhood of this restaurant and they're able to just walk there or see a flyer somewhere Mm -hmm. um, and show up and uh, be like, oh, here's the schedule for this month. This food truck will be here and this food truck will be here. And then they kind of plan accordingly. I like the idea that the a restaurant is every week changing to something different, like when the old Toys R Us becomes a Halloween superstore in the fall. Yeah. I like that idea. That's super fun. But I like your idea, too, where people can just uh, maybe can be exposed to some different cuisines that they might not have any, otherwise been able to have. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe there's a flyer at the old senior center uh-huh. that gives them a listing. Yeah, maybe it's a fun little outing for, yeah. um, you know... Maybe, uh, well, you said senior center, which made me think of like an, uh, a home or something like that. Like everyone could go and have like a good dinner. 
Um, although I don't see why the food truck couldn't just come to them on a normal day. Yeah, you know, there is a, a senior building uh, near us, like at the at the corner, and I've noticed they've had food trucks there, which, which I think is, is really sweet. Which is my favorite thing, seeing all, all the older people lined up just yeah. waiting for, like, ice cream or something. That's so cool. Because they all just have these looks of joy on their faces. <laughs> and that's nice. It is nice. Can someone find a grandma for me to adopt? Because uh, I'd really like one. Yeah. I miss having a grandma. Yeah. Hmm. Excuse me, friends, folks, followers, listeners. If you have a grandma or a grandpa available for adoption, please email us at fakeheadlinespodcast at gmail.com because we'd love to play some checkers with some old people. We could probably just go down to that senior building down the road and just pop in. That's true. They'd probably be thrilled. Oh, we could do that. Yeah. Yeah. They'd be excited. Okay, let's stop the podcast and go do that now. Okay. <laughs> let's get through this and we'll talk. Oh, you're right. I'm jumping yeah. the gun. I'm jumping, jumping the, gun. the gun. So, Tiffany, uh, I don't know if I've told you this, but one of these headlines is actually real of the three. Do you have any idea which one it is? I don't believe you. Well, that's where you're wrong. I don't want to be wrong. Well, you are. I think I'm going to go with the restaurant one. Well, I mean, it's a good guess. It really is. And in this case, you are wrong. That is actually a fake headline. That's not That's not a real story. I made that up. Okay. I made that up to trick you, and I tricked you. I'm sorry. Sleep writer creates bedtime stories for grown-ups. That, Tiffany, is this week's real story. It is? That is a real story. Yeah. yeah this is from our friends over at Oddity Central. Oh, yes. Oddity Central. What a delight. Via the CBC website. So Chris Edvensum is a Toronto-based sleep writer that creates his stories with one thing in mind, to make them interesting enough to get adults' attention, but dull enough to put them to sleep. Oh, that's perfect. The 39-year-old is a screenplay writer who sort of just got into sleep writing and fell in love with it. He just adores the challenge of balancing his grown-up bedtime stories in such a way that they gently pull the listener away from the thoughts that usually keep them up at night and gently allow them to drift to sleep. He has to stay away from anything attention-grabbing that keeps listeners from becoming too involved in the story, but he also makes it interesting enough to keep them listening. For Advansom's success means never reaching the end of his stories. So I guess, yeah, if he's doing his job, you never actually know what happens. I kind of love it. Yeah. Think of them as bedtime stories for adults, Chris told the CBC News. When we put our heads together, when we put when we put our heads against the pillows at night, many of us are dealing with anxiety, a racing mind, and with the turbulent world we live in. With how much anxiety is becoming a problem for folks, sleep is really difficult. Although many people think of the slow-lit stories as boring, uh, Chris says he prefers to focus not on making them too exciting. His stories usually have a character that goes on a journey, just not the gripping, riveting kind, full of interesting plot twists. His characters mainly start out with a problem, not too serious, and he will slowly unwind the journey so that by the end, the listener has already fallen asleep. I would say the biggest difference is just the lack of conflict, the sleep writer said. Ah. Yeah, this is interesting. Huh? You hit the nail on the head. In fact, it is... It, in fact, it is imperative that there really isn't much conflict in my stories and in sleep stories in general. In traditional story- storytelling, uh, that is a story, a story is drama. And drama is the pursuit of a goal in the face of obstacles. 
And those obstacles need to be bigger and more crazy as you go along. So I literally had to unlearn what the features of storytelling. Wow. Yeah. You know, what I would like to do is be one of those storytellers. Well, here's the thing. Uh, Chris Advensum uh, publishes his stories on Calm.com, and they're voiced by famous actors like Matthew McConaughey. The genre has grown in popularity recently, and Calm.com claims that it has a roster of over 120 stories that have been listened to 100 million times. Oh, wow. Yeah. I've heard of Calm.com. Yeah. Yeah. It, um, and a like, couple of the other podcasts that I've yeah, listened to. I think I've heard that, too, as like a sponsor. Yeah. yeah, it's one of their sponsors. So I've, I've been interested in that. Yeah. I'm more interested in being a storyteller. Yeah. Yeah. I think that would be fun. That would be kind of cool. Yeah. We should look into that. Okay. This is the kind of thing that uh, you strike while the iron's hot and you make a lot of money. Yeah. Let's do Let's that. Let's do this. Cool. Great job, babe. Hey, great job. That great was job cool. yourself, yeah. Mr. Kevin Dillon. Yes. Love of my life. Yes, my wife. Are you ready for my three headlines? I am ready. Let me have them. Okay. Headline number one. After a drastic drop in sales, Cracker Jack to replace digital codes with vintage prizes. Oh. After a drastic drop in sales, Cracker Jack to replace digital codes with vintage prizes. Okay. Headline number two. Canadian firefighter rescues cougar from tree. (laughs) Canadian firefighter rescue rescues cougar 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 <laughs> rescues cougar rescues cougar I don't know those the pairing the pairing of those two words is, is difficult. What are you from Newfoundland? <clears throat> I just want to say John Cougar Mellencamp. <laughs> Canadian firefighter rec- rescues John Cougar Mellencamp from, from a, tree. a tree. Yeah. Okay, got it. That's it. Headline number three. This hotel offers a classic turndown service, certified cuddling, and bedtime stories. What? Come on. This hotel offers a classic turndown service, certified cuddling, and bedtime stories. Can I ask you one question? Yes. Turn down for what? What? Remember that time that we talked about dubstep? Is that dubstep? Yes. Dubstep? Yeah. Is that is that considered dubstep? Um, I think that it kind of is. Like I think there's definitely some uh overlap there, right? I don't know. I think so. Okay. I I would consider that dubstep. Okay. But okay. I could be wrong. Let us know fake headlines podcast at gmail dot com. Or don't, because this is all fake anyway. Yeah. <laughs> nothing's real everything's fake <laughs> <laughs> nothing matters the podcast where everything's fake and nothing matters <laughs> we make you feel great that was the original title of this but itunes was like no that's a little much change it up yeah all right so headline number one was after a drop in sales cracker jack is going back to old school prizes yeah well it's about time i know because we had cracker jacks last year yeah. It's rare that we have Cracker Jacks, but you're at the ball game. You we were at jacks. a ball game. We were at a legitimate ball game. We had peanuts and Cracker Jacks. We did. Just like the song. Yeah. Turned Down for What by Little John or whoever the hell it is. <laughs> I don't think it's Little John. <laughs> Little Wayne. I don't know. 
It's somebody like that. We love the 90s. There's, I think there's somebody with Lil in the name. Lil Kim. Lil Sebastian. <laughs> Lil Lee Tomlin, I think, is in the song. Lil Lee Tomlin. Yeah, that's her. Yeah. I know that she's a real breakout artist. She really is. She loves the dub. Yeah. Loves the love a dub dub. Mm-hmm. So we were at the ball field. Is that what you call it? The ball field? <laughs> we were sitting behind the main part where this game happens. We weren't. <laughs> we were sitting in the stands. We were sitting in the... Behind... In the bleacher. Fan bleachers. <laughs> you know what they call them? First base. First base bleachers. Sure. Okay. So we were, we decided to get some Cracker Jacks and peanuts. Yeah. Because I had taken you out to the ball game. You did? You did a great... <laughs> You know, I didn't care if we ever went back. Um, we returned to our seats, opened up the Cracker Jacks, and we noticed that there was no prize inside. I know. that That's like the most exciting part of Cracker Jacks. It's like when you're a kid and you're, you know, digging through all the marshmallows and and stuff of Lucky Charms and you're looking for the prize in the bottom and... You pull out a piece of paper and it's like, go here online. Yeah, that was so lame. It was so disappointing. Like nothing like nothing like that. Like the digital replacement for something like that is never going to be as cool no, as the actual thing. Not ever. And I think that they discovered that and that's why they are going back yeah. to actual vintage toys. Yeah, that's a great idea because nobody's, nobody's buying Cracker Jacks for the cool code that comes in that you can go download something. Mm -hmm. Like people that are buying Cracker Jacks are old people. Mm -hmm. For the nostalgia, mm -hmm. or kids, because there's a little toy in there. Yeah, like what could the what could the code even be? I don't remember what it was. It was I think it was something silly, but it was like not not cool. No, because I recall we started to sign up for this thing, and we're like, you know what? Fuck this. This is stupid. We're missing the ball game. That's part of it too. Is like there's there's all this work that goes into signing up for this digital code when you just want immediate gratification like right. you just want that immediate joy of like look what i got right which i think sometimes you don't know what it is i think sometimes people think that the digital is going to be more instant but in this case it's not it's a lot of work yeah most people don't already have the cracker jack app on their phone did if you do go fuck yourself <laughs> uh did, did you ever uh get cracker back cracker jack prizes when you were a kid I, we never, we didn't really get Cracker Jacks very often, so I'm, I'm sure we must have at mm -hmm. some point, like, mm -hmm. but it wasn't a regular thing at our house. Yeah. yeah. Kind of same with me. I, I don't recall really getting a lot. I no. think, I think sometimes when we would get them, it would be like, kind of like, like little charms sort of stuff. Like maybe, um, you know that game Jacks? Yes. Or yeah. like the, yeah. Yeah. So like, I remember getting those. Yeah. Yeah. Um, maybe little charms yeah, and stuff like a, like a horseshoe yeah, or we something like that. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't, we didn't get stuff like that as a kid. Although sometimes my, my mom would take one of my dad's old tube socks and fill it with popcorn and then drop a quarter in there and give us that. And we'd fish it out for a prize. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. We had a good time. Popcorn sock. Yep. <laughs> Classic Saturday night at the Dillon's mm -hmm. popcorn socks. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Cool. What? Okay. So what about, um, like cereal boxes? Like you yeah. must have had. Oh yeah, yeah. Kids we, cereal with fun prizes. Yeah, absolutely. There was a lot of that, but I don't. I don't really recall. Like I remember getting like honeycomb license plates. Those were fun. Oh, 
that's cool. The little license plates in the box, little plastic ones. And uh, not like metal ones that were hammered out by criminals. That would be weird to have right. inside a box of children's cereal. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I definitely remember like the prizes from the from the cereal. But uh, they were dumb toys. You know, you'd play with them for like 10 minutes at breakfast and then be done with it for the most part. But it was good. It was good entertainment. I remember, um, now this is way back when, um, but when I was a kid, I don't remember which cereal it was, but I think there was one cereal that we used to get a lot that had um, the Lion King. Really? And um, and, and uh, the prize in there were uh, Lion King spoons. Oh, that's kind of cool. And so it was like these small spoons, probably about... I don't know, maybe four inches long, three inches long. And like the handle was kind of curved. So like your finger would go on the hook. Okay. And then, and they were plastic and they had like a character picture on the handle. Mm-hmm. And then, um, I mean, this is just my memory. Maybe I'm wrong. Um, and, uh, but they were color changing. So when you would use it in your cereal, the color of the spoon would change. Oh, wow. Which is pretty cool. Is and really I remember cool. having like a bunch of those when I was a kid. And the chemical that caused that reaction. I'm fine. Taint- fine. No problems here. Yeah, you seem fine. Fine. Yeah. Fine. Um, yeah, I don't remember specific toys though, but I definitely, we did have some children's cereals growing up mm-hmm. uh, that were terrible for you. But uh, I also enjoyed jelly sandwiches as a kid, so I really wasn't thinking about You're my health. so weird. I didn't like peanut butter because it dried my mouth out. Aww. Just give me that sweet, sweet jam gross jam on white bread <laughs> i my entire freshman year of high school i ate only peanut butter and fluff sandwiches but it was like strawberry fluff oh we never had fluff in our house yeah we never had a lot of sweet treats growing up but yeah somehow i ended up with this body <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird to imagine not having a lot of sweet treats in your house because I know what it's like now. Yeah, I know. Like and my, your mom's like, are you sure you don't want any? That was not like that growing up. My parents, like when I would go over there in the last couple of years, they would buy like these giant bags of like those little, you know, those little lunch size bags of like Fritos and yeah, 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 yeah. You know, the variety pack. Yeah, yeah. They would have, they wouldn't even have it in the kitchen. It would be in the den where they would sit and watch television. Yeah. They had hanging on the back of a chair, a giant bag of like rant, like Here, variety have some of potato chips. chips. Like that would never happen growing up. Again, we had a sock filled with, pe- with uh, popcorn. <laughs> we didn't have Fritos. <laughs> and Cool Ranch Doritos were not allowed in the house. <laughs> but they're just sitting there gobbing chips down. Ah, who cares? <laughs> you know, they're right though. I mean, it's sure they've earned that right to to do that, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. would have been nice to have some more Cool Ranch chips growing up. My dad was not restrictive at all. Like I would come home from school and I would have a giant cup of uh, cranberry apple juice, no juice in it whatsoever. It was all <laughs> sugar. It was it was actually negative percent juice. And then exactly, <laughs> and then I would have like three dense chocolate chip cookies from. Aldi's. You say dense chocolate chip cookies? They, they were dense, and I say that because like there was more chocolate in these chocolate chip cookies than there were dough in the... <laughs> that sounds amazing. ...are amazing. Well, I w- if are you look available? at pictures of me from junior year to senior year, you're like, damn, Tiff, you blew up, and it was because I came home and ate that. Well, I thought it was weird that in your senior picture you are holding up a half-eaten cookie. 
<laughs> I couldn't let go, man. I couldn't let go. You had little chocolate smears in the corner of your mouth. <laughs> it was my look. It was a real look at the time, you know? <laughs> look real close. My saxophone picture. There's one in the, ho- the, the, the horn of it, you know? <laughs> my senior picture, I'm just holding up a fruit roll up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant. <laughs> yeah, so Cracker Jack has discovered that no one gives a shit about their digital codes. Yeah, fuck those codes. And they've gone back to physical toys because that's way more fun. Yeah, absolutely. It's way more fun to have an actual choking hazard than to imagine <laughs> one in your hands. Yeah, a digital choking hazard is like a weird website or something. You don't need that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you want an actual <laughs> physical choking hazard. Yeah. <laughs> If you're not going to, if one of those kernels is going to do it, then one of the jacks is going to do it. Yeah. And that's, that's the way to live. <laughs> is that why it's called Cracker Jacks? Because of the jacks, like the game? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Huh. I don't think so. I think it's just a coincidence. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Huh. Huh. Because there's certainly no crackers in there. Huh. 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 Well, it's a Cracker Jack. It's not a Cracker. It's not a Jack. I'm Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> you know you're doing a killer impression when you have to end the impression with declaring who, who you are <laughs> i knew who it was <laughs> maybe it was the gesturing hand i don't know that could be canadian firefighter kevin yeah so a canadian firefighter saved a cougar from a tree big kitty oh okay i thought you meant like a very sexual sexy sexy lady an older woman. Like an older cougar. An older woman was like, I got to get up here and have a better look. <laughs> oh, dearie me, I have to get a fireman to get me down. Excuse me, young man. Young man over there. <laughs> yes, could you please assist me? I'm just such an older, mature woman. I, I couldn't bear to slide down this trunk. Oh. oh. <laughs> Actually, I think it would have been more like this, Tiffany. Uh, sorry, uh, sexy, mature woman up here. Uh <laughs> Could really look at these bazoombas. I could really use some help getting down from this tree, eh? I don't think it was like that. Either. I said bazoombas. Yes. <laughs> it's the it's a Canadian for tit. It's like how they say Chesterfield instead of uh, couch. <laughs> Bazoom. Oh, felt up a couple of bazoombas on the old Chesterfield on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> really uh, made my toque stand on end if you know what I mean <laughs> I like that in order to do uh, the impression of a, a cougar you deepened your voice even further you were like oh it's uh, over there is uh, is a nice looking firefighter so I, I just went to northern New York not Canadian but it's pretty much the same well I imagine them smoking uh, export A's for many years so they were really What's an export A? It's a brand of Canadian cigarettes because I know lots of weird shit. <laughs> and it. <laughs> I thought you were making another Canadian joke. Well, sort of. Export A. <laughs> they should sell those in America. Hey, smoke an export A. Eh? <laughs> oh, that's weird. <laughs> Number one cigarette in New Brunswick. Ten years running. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> so yes a cougar where did the cougar come from the woods ottawa yeah <laughs> ontario are there cougars in the woods in the canadian woods there's on there's cougars around up there yeah is there really 
I always thought of cougars as being more of a tropical animal. Is that weird? No. Like, I think of them I as guess, being, like, in a desert or something. I guess maybe, like, a, a cougar... I don't know if it's interchangeable with a mountain lion. Okay. Like, kind of... They're kind of, like, the same-ish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just imagined... Um, like, when you said cougar, I imagined there being, like, some kind of... Uh, I almost said some kind of jailbreak, but I guess zoos are a uh, animal jail. Uh, I <laughs> <laughs> a little bit yeah what if we found what, what is it that gave you that idea the the steel bars <laughs> maybe security it's being very tight steel bars uh food just kind of flung in a cell um you know what what if we found out that zoos are animal prisons and all of those animals have committed heinous crimes <laughs> would you still take your kids Probably. Me too. Yeah, I would still there. go myself, yeah. <laughs> Remember that time I had a story where two monkeys fashioned a ladder to get out of jail? I do remember I mean, that. the zoo. The zoo, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Real prison break. <laughs> it's possible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I, uh, so the cougar was indigenous to the region. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So how do you... So sort of like rescuing a cat, right? Like it goes up, it gets scared. Yeah. Was the was the cougar dressed sexy like a cougar lady? Yeah. It, strangely enough, it was wearing leopard print. Oh, that's but like only on its on bottom top of legs. The <laughs> yeah. It was it, leopard print on leopard print. Yeah, because it it really um, gives a nice shape to the tail region. Oh. You know. It was a, a modest cougar. A modest cougar. Yeah, wearing pants. <laughs> is the was the cougar big? Is it like a lion sized? It well, I think cougars are smaller than lions. Okay. But it was bigger than a like a house bigger house than a house cat. cat, right? Yeah. Oh. It was like it was a big kitty that could bite you. So this wasn't someone's pet. This was somebody. Mm-mm. No, it's definitely not anyone's pet. Well, I don't know. Maybe you could tame a cougar. I don't know. I tried once in the nineties. <laughs> <laughs> That explains these scratches. Unsuccessful. You ever wonder where I got these scratches on my left shoulder? I've always wondered where the scars came from. <laughs> oh, you poor dear. They came from Tina from Ottawa. Ah, uh, Tina. <laughs> Tina's always coming back to haunt me, isn't she? <laughs> what what a jerk. I was on a business trip in Ottawa. Mm-hmm. Met Tina at a karaoke bar next to the Tim Hortons. Oh. She had an export day hanging between her lips. Just couldn't resist her? The upstairs ones. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was just actively listening and responding like a normal human being. <laughs> yes. Not filling with rage at all, I can tell by your face. <laughs> just a seething look of disgust aimed directly at me. <laughs> we'll move on from Tina. No, God I was, knows I did. I was just really upset about those scars that she left on your poor, poor body. <laughs> Do you think the firefighter gets like hazard pay for having to deal with the cougar? Oh, absolutely. You can get like something, right? Well, I mean, it it is a little bit more of a hazard than you know flames, right? Uh huh. Or a then uh, <laughs> yeah, you're right. Although I think I would prefer to rescue a cougar versus going into a burning building, but that's just me. I'm a wimp. You don't want me on your fire team. No, I not enough uh, 
uh, ability to hold my breath, that's for sure. (laughs) They do give you oxygen tanks when you go into a building. You don't have to hold your breath. What? Yeah, firefighters don't just take one big gasp of air and they then don't? run into a building. No, they don't just like <gasps> and then like right. barge in, rescue people, come back out, inhale. Well, I mean, like real tough people will just take a big comical inhale and then run in. Sure. Okay. Yeah, but that's okay. not usual, and that's usually not what happens. Oh, boy, you don't you ever watch Chicago Fire? No. Oh, okay. I know how it works. I know. I know you do. You <laughs> silly. Uh, have you ever had to rescue an animal from a tree? Hmm. I love that you had to think about this and you didn't have an immediate answer of no. <laughs> 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 I've had a lot of cats. Yeah. Uh, no. Nothing from You've had to rescue cats from like under vehicles and stuff like that probably i would assume uh well little miss chloe cat went under my car once when she was very very young i think she was only like a year old and she escaped Mm. because she's an indoor only yes and uh she ran outside and she's an actual scaredy cat so she got scared Mm -hmm. conveniently she was under my car i lived with roommates at the time and i had to coerce her out Mm. and that was very challenging yeah. Because I, she was behind one of the tires. Of course. Like, um, yeah. It's like when she hides under our bed. There's been times when we wanted to take her to the vet and she'll go, she, when we get the car, the cat carrier out, she knows, and she'll go and hide. Mm-hmm. And it's always in the most inconvenient place under the bed to and try like, and get her. Yeah, absolutely. She knows. Yeah. She knows. Absolutely. Um. Mm. Yeah, I can't think of any other times I've had to rescue an animal. Yeah, well, that's good. Yeah. Have I, you have you rescued any other animals in, uh, in any other situations you can think of? No. No? Okay. No. Nope. I don't think I have either. I don't think I've ever rescued anything before. No. Although so. when you met me, you didn't know this at the time, but you rescued me. Who rescued who? Oh. We have t-shirts that say that. Oh, we're so cute. With arrows pointing toward each other. We wore them on our honeymoons. Just kidding. That's, <laughs> That'd be really terrible. That's so yeah. upsetting. But tacky. I, I'm kind of into it. Oh, Kevin. So, Tiffany, there's a hotel that offers cuddling and bedtime stories. And a classic turndown service. What's yeah. the, the turndown service? That's the, the folding back of the sheet? Yeah, so right? they come in. And, I mean, this is an extra fee. They have certified people. They come in. They'll, you know, give you the turndown service so that, you know, your bed is all prepared for you. Uh, it's, like, ready for you to get in, right? Yeah. Okay. Yep. That's the idea. Uh-huh. And then uh, certified cuddlers because there are people who, who do that. That's kind of weird. Uh-huh. And then... Um, you Would can you have... want someone to cuddle with you? Like, say you and I went to this hotel. Uh-huh. Would you want a stranger cuddling you? No. No, me neither. No, but it's a thing. And I, I mean, it's a lonely traveler people, might want it. Or people lonely person. pay people to cuddle them. Yeah, maybe if it's someone who hasn't had a lot of human contact and maybe just needs it, nothing sexual or anything, just like, would like you a ever, warm hug. Would you ever take that job as being the cuddler? No, I don't like touching people. What if it paid like one hundred dollars an hour? No, I don't like touching people. Two hundred dollars an hour. No, I don't like touching people. $500 an hour. Maybe we're talking money now. $1,000 an hour. Okay, I'm in. Okay, so somewhere between 500 and 1000 is when you would start cuddling strangers. For an hour, yeah. Like 750 
Maybe. You do it for seven fifty. Yeah, yeah. What about yeah. six fifty? Only if I got to be the big spoon. Yeah, I think that would have. to I don't want to be the little spoon. Yeah, that'd be well. Yeah, especially with the man, you don't want to be. No, I will. You don't want to have a gladly third. Be you don't a, want a third spoon showing up all of a sudden. No. Uh uh-uh. uh. I don't want a spoon to become a fork. No. <laughs> you don't want to get sporked at this hotel. No, I don't. No. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? Would you would you do it? I would for What's your price point, man? I would probably I would say mine's probably like a few hundred. I would do it for like three hundred dollars an hour. Oh wow. That's good. Maybe two hundred. You're a little bit You know what? Uh, at this point I would do it for a hundred dollars an hour. Yeah? Yeah, I would. Do I not give you enough attention? It has nothing to do with the attention. It has to do with making a hundred dollars an hour. That sounds <laughs> That sounds fucking awesome. <laughs> sorry, I've said the F word a lot this episode. I don't oh, know it's why. okay. But uh, I said cunt. Sorry, kids. <laughs> sorry, mom. Uh, I'm not sorry about it. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> Forget I said that, mom. Um, Forget I said it, mom. I'm not sorry. <laughs> this is who you raised. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I would do like a hundred hundred dollars an hour. Yeah. What if they smelled bad? Well, maybe it's maybe they have to, maybe they, maybe there's a clause where they have to meet a certain hygienic uh, no mouth breathers thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I don't know if I would want to be a big spoon, a big spoon in this situation. I yeah. guess I don't know if I'd want to be a little spoon either. I don't know if mm. you even need to spoon. Like it could really just be like again non-sexual, just yeah. like someone resting their head on your chest and yeah. you just. Gently rub right. it back. I'm good at that. You know, stuff like that. Yeah, that's good. I would do that. Yeah. Uh, but it is kind of gross, though, at the same time. <laughs> so you'd have to just think you about know, that it, money. Yeah, it's, I don't know. Uh, being being that close to someone else that I don't know is a little strange. But, I, I mean, they're certified. So it's like, you know, like a masseuse is certified yeah, or a doctor or not like a doctor. You don't have to go to as much school, but like. I am, <laughs> I imagine like me having this job and it's kind of like a, um, like a, like a classic sort of stereotypical uh, pimp and hoe scenario where I'm laying there spooning someone and you're standing in the corner with your arms crossed, just watching the whole thing, making sure nothing goes wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I do imagine that. You got an export A dangling on your lips. <laughs> hey, no touching over there. <laughs> Keep it clean. You're so close. You're so close. Keep those hey. pants on. Keep those pants on. Hey. Hey. Knock it off. I see where that hand's going. <laughs> that's my man. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's an excellent uh, impression of me. <laughs> you're always going, that's my man. Yeah. That's why I, I, I am. I use those words. So. Yeah. <laughs> I am. That's my man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I love when I said this is like a classic uh, pimp and hoe scenario. You were taking a gulp of water and you had a, like a what? Where is that going? <laughs> look on your face, which I loved. I, I love seeing. I look like that guy. <laughs> She's pointing to a Don Knotts poster for those yeah. that aren't subscribing to the video feed. <laughs> That There's a exist. Don Knotts poster as Barney Fife. <laughs> so he's always perpetually surprised. Uh, <laughs> um, I love that right now in our in our podcast studio, we have the Don Knotts poster next to a turquoise guitar hanging on the wall. Uh-huh. And also a bag of a ginormous bag of skinny pop popcorn that's like the size of a body pillow all 
yeah creating a lovely tableau for the mind and spirit to look at it's a very calm situation <laughs> that we have in here that is actually the most zen thing in the studio nothing is weird <laughs> look it's a mess um i what was i gonna say i don't know but this sounds like a neat uh, idea i like these new like w- hotels have you've you know, we've kind of run amok with other uh, amenities that maybe aren't as important. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Uh, you know, oh, well, this room's got an iPod change docking station. Yeah. And, and there's a TV with 10 channels. Yeah. It's like, all right, we're kind of bored with that stuff. Like, uh-huh. what, what do we, what can you give us that's different than another hotel? And sometimes people really need that. Like, again, you know, someone who's traveling a lot, maybe mm-hmm. they just, they need just some need some companionship. Yeah. Maybe they need to talk some stuff out and, you know, maybe they just, Want someone to talk to them while they go to sleep. That's why the bedtime stories is good. It comes I like the in. bedtime stories. Yeah. Yeah. I and love I for mean, someone just to come read. Yeah. And like these can be, uh, they, they have a, a whole catalog that you can choose from. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, I mean, you don't, you don't want someone reading a bedtime story and it's just like the first time they've read it. So yeah, right. It's right. tough, but they, there's a specific catalog that they read from and, um, it's just nice. It's like an, a different amenity. So if they're reading you a bedtime story and then they just, do they let themselves out if they, if you fall asleep or do they wake you up and then leave? No, they, they let themselves, they let out. themselves yes. out. Right. They have their own, they have a key. Uh-huh. Like, they work for the hotel. Yeah. It's like, it's like housekeeping. Like obviously they can't touch yeah. anything. Right. They can't steal anything. They can't, um, you know, leave anything behind. I would hope that like somebody checks in on uh, every like certain amount of time too. You know, uh-huh. what I mean? like maybe somebody knocks on the door every lightly, not to wake you, just to check on them because because it's got to be very scary for the employee to have to go into some strange person's room, knowing that hopefully there's no cameras hidden or you know what I mean. There's no yes. nothing watching. Like, you're kind nothing of, weird. Yeah, yeah. You're in mm-hmm. this world, uh, this person's little world alone. Yeah. Uh, it could be frightening. So I hope that they take some precautions uh-huh. to make, to ensure their safety. Well, there's a whole screening process that goes through with the, the customers who request this okay. also. So it's not like, right. You can't be on the FBI watch list. I mean, you do have to be able to pass those qualifications. I mean, it's not like this is cheap either. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's not available to just anyone. Okay. Like so this it, is kind of like when you like go to a like, luxury hotel. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's what I was going to ask you. Yeah. yeah. This isn't like the days in where you're like, right. You want to get cuddled to be an extra $65. Right. Yes. Yes. Why 65? Don't ask. I got to pay for my spectrum internet this month. Well, you just told me I, I didn't even ask, but you just told uh, me. Look, clearly I got a lot of things going on in my head. Including Spectrum Internet? I, what's wrong with you? Listen, do you want me to cuddle you or not? N- no. I, I didn't well, use... fork off. Okay. Goodbye. Okay, can I borrow $65? Can I have my room key first? Can I come hug you first? No. Huh, it was only $5. A moment ago, you just said it was 65 for oh. cuddling. Yeah, I just said a hug for 5 No, I don't want any of that. All right. I just want a room key. All right, here's your room key. Thank you. Room 69. Really? (laughs) (laughs) And that was a stone customer with stoner hotel employee. (laughs) That concludes this mini-sode of Motel Theater.
Yeah. Creepy motel theater. Creepy motel theater. <laughs> Perfect. Yes. So so if if you if money was no object, would you um would you be someone who would want this? Uh would you want well, cuddling? Would you want a bedtime story? I don't think I need the cuddling. I don't think even if as there a single person there are different person, packages available. No, oh, that's what I heard. Mm-hmm. Um I don't think that uh even as a single person I never thought, well, I wish I could just go lay somewhere with somebody. You know what I did? Never mind. I would do it absolutely. I'd take it all back. <laughs> Sometimes that just feels nice. It really does. It's kind of like a like I remember one time many many moons ago being in Los Angeles and I was away from home for a while and um we were just at, we were at like a club or something, a, a bar. And uh we we're outside with like some strangers and this woman's like I don't know. I don't know why she was like offering hugs. I don't I forget what happened. It wasn't like she was offering hugs, but she was like, oh, I'm gonna, she just gave me a hug. This person we just met at the bar. And your wallet was still intact? <laughs> it was. It was a chain, wasn't it? But I hadn't like hugged anybody in a very long time. Cause I, like I said, I've been living with friends and not, you know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, it felt so nice that like she was like, oh, she's like, you re- actually really, like I remember her being kind of like, oh, like you're really hugging me. Like, <laughs> like taking it way more seriously than... <laughs> this like goofing around hug that was happening at the bar i just like hugs uh, i was like and she was like an older woman too not like a ton older but it wasn't you know what i mean it wasn't anybody i was trying to like get with uh not that i could have gotten with anybody at this point in my life yeah get your cougar stories right but uh, I, I remember just hugging like so hard and she and her being like put off by it like oh hold on here guy so just uh just uh, whoa whoa <laughs> I just really wanted. A I just hug. needed. I just needed something. <laughs> like I was so lonely. Aww. But uh, yeah, sorry, lady who in L.A. who must be in her seventies now. Who <laughs> 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 always wonders about that weird hug outside the whiskey at Go Go <laughs> back in the summer of two thousand. <laughs> <laughs> and that lady is right here, folks. Come on in. We found her. She was stuck in a tree, but rescued by firemen in Canada. <laughs> really nice she she that's right she moved to the falls soon after that yeah that sweet embrace she's like you know what i gotta get do all people from new york hug like that i gotta go find out (laughs) i think i found my new home (laughs) for the record you do give really nice hugs thank you well she didn't seem to like it she thought she was creeped out by it yeah well i could understand that like if you you know a big embrace that seems maybe a little stronger than what you're expecting yeah been there oh sorry kevin yo do you have any inkling whatsoever which one of these is real i do not these all sound like you went to some kind of story making website and plugged in some words and came up with these headlines nope all from my brain hmm well not all of them one of them is real oh i don't know i really don't know uh let's go with the cracker jack story the cracker jack story yeah that is a fake headline that's mean why'd you trick me (laughs) uh how about the cougar i love you i love you i love you so much i love you too my cougar future cougar future no you'll never be a cougar no because a cougar implies an older woman going after a younger man yeah what's a man cougar called 
Silver fox. Oh, I'll be a silver fox for you. Okay. Uh, the cougar story is real. Really? It is a real headline. No shit. Yeah. Tell me more. Okay. Why is there a cougar in a tree? Why not, babe? <laughs> oh, they went up there to get my stash of exportees. I had to keep them up in that tree <laughs> to keep them uh, cool this uh, winter. So this is from mnn.com, which is mothernaturenetwork.com. Oh, my favorite website. Yeah, I know. It's so good. Uh, okay. So Canadian firefighter rescues cougar from a tree. Whoa. Firefighters know it's a slow day when the call comes in to rescue a cat out of a tree. But sometimes the cat in question changes the equation. <laughs> Trevor Partlow, a firefighter in Victoria, British Columbia, Canada, got the call to climb up a tree and bring down a very large cougar. Oh, no. The frightened young male cougar was wandering near the Gorge Waterway Conservation and police worked together to locate and move the cougar away from such a public area. Conservation officers tranquilized the cougar so it could be safely relocated. Oh, nice. Once the animal was safe asleep, Partlow had to climb up and get him. And you better believe he made sure the 80-pound cougar was sound asleep. <laughs> so they shot up into the tree to tranquilize it. Uh-huh. Oh, I hope they... What if it fell out of the tree? I know, right? They must have had like a net or something, yeah. right? They must yeah. have. Uh, don't fall and just make sure he's asleep, <laughs> Partlow said. I gave him a little pet just to make sure he didn't do anything. Aww. Once the cougar and Partlow were on the ground, the conservation officers conducted a medical check. They then found a remote area in the wild where the cougar could be released. The encounter is one both Partlow and his cougar acquaintance surely won't forget anytime soon. That's funny. That's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. You know, I didn't even think of uh, British Columbia. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. When I was thinking Canada, I was thinking of like the cold, unrelenting weather we have here and, yeah. the, and then just looking north. Yeah. But I forgot. We got the whole west coast of Canada as oh, well. Oh, yeah. Beautiful country. Absolutely. So spectacular. For the record, I don't know the difference between a mountain lion and a cougar. I'd, For the I'd, record, I don't know either. Who cares? Don't care. Big cat. Big very cat, scary. Big cat. Stuck don't in a tree. care. <laughs> Good, good for that firefighter yeah. going up there and rescuing that big kitty and uh, good for them for uh, safely doing it and relocating the cougar to somewhere safe um, that's uh, a little less populated. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Way to go, Canadian firefighters. Great job. You're so nice. They're the sweetest people. Yeah. Speaking of sweet people. Hey, sweet friends. Hey, sweet friends. Thanks for listening. We appreciate it. Uh, if you could do us a solid, if you're listening to us through the Apple Podcast app, if you could hit the five stars and leave a review for us. We are newly on the Himalaya app, so if you'd like to leave us a tip, uh, that would be dope too. You can follow us on there along with so many of your other favorite podcasts. Yeah, however you're listening to this right now, thank you. But if you want to just know there's other options as well. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We're pretty much available everywhere. Yeah. And, uh you know, spread the word, tell your friends, leave us a review. It's so helpful. Yeah. Um, it, it gets uh, the word out there in little ways that you may not even know. Yeah, it just helps those algorithms. And even if you're on Facebook, follow us at Fakehead Pod. Uh, leave a review on there or like us on there and follow us for uh, updates and photos and wacky stuff as well. 
Facebook is Fake Headlines Podcast. Twitter is Fake Head Pod. Yes, thank you. Instagram is also Fake Headlines Podcast. Correctamundo. And uh, you can always share your weird articles. We love to see them. Um, or you can email us at fakeheadlinespodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, thanks so much, guys. We love doing the show and we love your support. And thank you so much. Thank you. And we'll see you next week. We're on to year number two. <laughs> <laughs> Bye.